my God. He's a great God. Ecclesiastes 3. Ecclesiastes 3. Briefly this morning, and then it reads, To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. To everything, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. God bless you too, the one who said that. I don't know, one Jesus for ground. One, I think that is. God bless you. Uh, go with me to, uh, then turn with me to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians, the fourth chapter, um, verses 1. Excuse me, verses, um, where did I pick it up? Verse 11. Verse 11 should be on your screen. And it says, now that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content, I know how to abase, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Verse 13 is where I'll stop at for the sake of this. Verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. All right. Lessons from the pandemic is a series that I've been in um, that uh, God has had has had us in. And for the brief moments that I have, because I don't want to be on here too long, but for the brief moments that I do have this morning, I want to continue to share some lessons that I believe that is that God has been putting on my spirit that we should be learning in the midst of this pandemic. Um, in the midst of COVID-19, God began to share with me different things amongst this pandemic that I feel is important for us to know while we are going through it, while he's bringing us through it, all right, while he's bringing us through it. Um, oftentimes, we like to talk about things after the fact, but some of the greatest psalms that you've heard in the books of Psalms um, were written in times of when God was bringing a people through or bringing a person through or while a person was currently in what they were doing. And so I feel like that is important. Last Sunday, I talked about don't throw away your faith and we address uh, some of the racial things that were going on in the world. And then on the very first um, Sunday, uh, on the previous Sunday before last Sunday, we talked about uh, one of the lessons was God does not change. And it's kind of been the same theme among the biggest lessons that God has not changed and to remind us about that. And I want to go a little bit further on another lesson uh, this morning. One of the biggest lessons that I feel feel is so important that God has placed upon my heart and what he's been teaching me through this pandemic with all that has been going on and transpiring is, is that um, you have to adapt and be flexible to change. You have to adapt and be flexible with change. Uh, where we are in right now, ladies and gentlemen, the current season that we are in, it causes for a lot of adjustments. Um, adjustments are not always comfortable. They are uncomfortable. And so in seasons of transition, as we are in right now, or seasons of change that are changing our norms and new norms are being created, potentially, that we have to be able to adjust. I think one of the biggest lessons that, um, again, um, you're going to get tired of me saying this, but I'm getting married in July. Um, and so one of the biggest lessons that I, my fiance and I had to learn 
learn through this, and this is one of the parts. Um, not only have you're not only doing the church, but you have marriage and you got life going on. One of the biggest lessons we've had to learn through this pandemic, which is teaching a lot of us, is having to adjust on the fly. Having to adjust on the fly, having to be flexible while there is so much uncertainty and so many things up in the air. And so one of the things that God has put on my spirit, ladies and gentlemen, is, is that you cannot marry a plan. Um, um, you cannot um, marry a specific way to for God's accomp uh, for God's will to be accomplished. You cannot you cannot do that. You have to stay flexible with God because if you if you are married to an idea or you are married to a specific way, uh, I like that better. If you're married to a way that God is going to do things, ladies and gentlemen, when God tells you to do this, which is contrary to what you think, it is going to throw you off. And so we thought that we would be having it in July 10th and it would be a big old wedding ceremony and having that the thing, but you had to adjust. If you don't know how to adjust, if you're not learning how to be flexible, then here's the issue, ladies and gentlemen, you are going to be running with, a, with, with your head in a swivel. Like, oh, I can't do this. You have to be able to adjust, say adjust. You have to be flexible. And here is why I like uh, Ecclesiastes and the preacher, which we're talking about Solomon here, who's writing this, is that the very first verse in Ecclesiastes chapter three, he talks about that there are to everything there is a season. Uh, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. So under heaven, under God's sovereign will, there is uh, there's a there's a season. And he says there is a time. A season denotes a fixed, definite portion of time where time signifies rather the beginning of a period. And so here here we have. We go through different seasons. We go through different times in our life and the season that we are in and what we are experiencing. Not only are we dealing with a coronavirus uh, with the sake of getting um, this disease, but also you're dealing with uh, we're, we're back to uh, having this conversation about um, racism and and change and all of this stuff. And so change, ladies and gentlemen, is in the air. Here's the thing about change. Change can go either left or it can go right. It can either go good. It could go bad. There's things in the earth realm right now that are being lifted up with all that is going on, not only just here in America, but around the world. Things are changing. This 2020 year, we declared it to be the unbelievable and unpredictable possibilities that God will do. Things are changing. This decade is setting up for change, but it will go two different ways. But here's the thing. If you are married, ladies and gentlemen, to a particular way that you were accustomed to before, you, my friend, are not going to be able to then quickly adjust and transition when God is trying to move his people along. Are you getting what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, there is uh, when the children of Israel with the Joshua generation, they were constantly having to be flexible when it came down to what to the things that God asked them to do. He asked them to walk around the wall seven times, six, excuse me, six times on the seventh time. You're going to march. Uh, uh, well, you're going to march around the wall six times seven uh you're gonna watch around the wall for six days walk around it seven times on the on the last day on the seventh day you're gonna mark around once and then you're gonna bring a big shout and it's gonna come down all right 
Are you hearing what I'm saying? So here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, we're not talking about change and we're talking about being flexible, ladies and gentlemen. We are not talking about being flexible or adapting our uh, or trying to fit the word of God to the culture. No, that's not what we're talking about. I'm trying to say adapting in the methods of what we do to make sure that the conviction of the gospel stays as is and defend it while we are while while God is pushing the church to do uh, above its in uh, being uh, in a comfortable state and really push us forward. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But let's deal with what I'm talking about in your life personally. In this moment, and for some of you who had testified to this, you've been dealing with change. You've been dealing with adjusting to the new norms of life. I know from my parents, ladies and gentlemen, soon, in a couple of weeks, I'm not going to be in the house. All right. So they have to adjust to this new norm of life, uh, this, this new norm uh, of how life is now because one person person of their uh, that they have raised their entire life not that I'm going anywhere I'm not going I'm not dead or nothing but I'm just saying that's a new norm and you have to adjust to new norms you have to adjust you have to change to new norms ladies and gentlemen because when those things arise you have to be able to know how to move it's it's adjusting with life for some of you there's some other things that you have to adjust in adjusting leaving your job uh, to go and do what God has called you to do there's other things that you had to adjust. You're, you're in a place right now and where God has everybody in is a place of realign. Or well, I'm not even going to say realigning. I'm just saying a place where God is re, uh, aligning some, readjusting some of you, adjusting us, getting rid of stuff. We are going through all of this stuff, ladies and gentlemen. And here we have it. The Ecclesiastes writer saying for every Thing, there is a season. You have to remind yourself that seasons are for specific periods of time. But if you do not know how to adjust within the season you are in, you are not going to be able to uh, uh, be able to appreciate what the current season or what God is trying to teach us in the middle of it. That's why we're talking about lessons from the pandemic. Because I'm appreciating that in this specific season that we are in right now, because it is a moment in time, in this moment of time, in our history of our world, in the history of our, of, of our, of our great country, America, there is decisions that, hasn't be, that has to be lined up for us to right now. The season is among us on saying, what are we going to do with the moment that we have right now? And I want to use Philippians chapter four to connect my thoughts here because to everything there is a season. And then in, in that and that I want to connect it to how Apostle Paul says in Philippians chapter four and talks about how in this season of life, ladies and gentlemen, that we are dealing in and what we are what we're coming uh, in, ladies and gentlemen, that in this season of life, Paul talks about how he's been able to be content in every season. Matter of fact, in uh, a couple of weeks ago, our teaching pastor Vernon Hill, we call him OG. My dad taught Bible study and he talked about from this very, uh, very chapter. Ironically, I was going to talk about it that very Sunday. However, things with the God moved us in a different direction last Sunday, but he taught us about how to be content in every season. But there was something that I saw in, in to be content, ladies and gentlemen, it means to be satisfied. It means to know how to be satisfied in every season, being satisfied, even when it seems like you got to be flexible. 
All right, so, okay, you can't have the big wedding July 10th, but you're going to have a small one around people. You know what I'm saying? Being satisfied with it. Not because God is taking something from you. You got to be satisfied with where you currently are. Y'all not hearing me because there's a bigger purpose. There's a bigger picture to the whole thing. At least you get married. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? At least you're getting married. The reason why God called you out of that job to do a new thing is because there's a bigger picture on the, on, 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 on the bigger scheme of things that God was calling you out of to bring you into a new place. May, may, may I suggest to you, may I suggest to you this this morning that maybe with all of this, uh, with all this issue with brutality, maybe God is trying to bring us back to the conversation so he can birth something new out of a country. Maybe could I suggest to you the reason why that things seem so much in the air is to get you to remind this generation that we are in to know how to trust God. May I remind you, maybe some things have arisen in your life to kind of teach you who really is in charge. Hmm. I, I'm just I'm just I'm just curious. And here in Philippians, ladies and gentlemen, if I could connect it to you as I have a few more minutes left. Philippians chapter four. Go there for me. I'm trying to pull it up in here. Philippians chapter four, he says, again, the Ecclesiastes writer said to everything, there is a season, a, a time for every purpose under heaven. That's what the Ecclesiastes writer says. Before I go to Philippians four, let me also explain something. So what he also says, there is a rhythm to life. There is a rhythm. There is a there is a pace that comes to life. There's different seasons that you and I are in. And here's why you got to be very careful when you are in the midst of a season and having to be flexible and adapting, because what you have to adjust to is not going to be the same that somebody else has to adjust. Because the reality is, again, they are in a rhythm, too, that God has them in. They're in a particular season, a particular time that God has them in. And can I teach you that whatever God has for them, again, is for them. And you got to keep your mind focused on what God has for you. So here in Philippians chapter 4, verse 11, I want to show you this and, and a couple of things that I'm going to give you. And I'm, we're going to get out of here. And it says, uh, verse 11, now that I speak in regard. To need for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content again I've learned and whatever state I am in whatever season I am in whatever time I am in how I'm feeling I have learned to be content I've learned to be satisfied I've learned matter of fact Philippian here and this particular passage that the Apostle Paul is thanking the Philippian church the church of Philipp Philippi for their generosity towards him but he wasn't really thanking them for that. He was really thanking God that in every season of life that he's been in, that he's learned again how to be content. And the way that you can get through a season of, 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 of change and having to adapt and be flexible is you have to be satisfied with the change that is happening. You have to be satisfied. Because here's the thing, if you're not satisfied with what God is doing and the change that God is doing in you, then you're going to resist it. You're going to resist it. Ladies and gentlemen, here's what's happening, that some people in our culture right now have to make a decision if we're going to change this or we are going to allow this to stay the same with laws being in place to keep a certain group of people down. 
And so you, in order for us to come together, there has to, we cannot resist this moment of change, but we have to be satisfied that the moment of change is here. And that no matter what state I am in, I have to learn how to be content. Say, I got to learn how to be content. And then he says, I know how to be a base and I know how to abound. I know when it's like to be poor. I know how it means to have much. I, I, I know how to I've known what that feels like. But in all of it. He says. Again, in all things, I've learned both to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to suffer need. I've experienced you and I have gone through different seasons of life and every season of life is showing you how to adapt to the season that you are in. It is not saying that you're going to be there forever. And that is where you and I have to get it in our minds. God does not have us in this place for us to be there forever. No, it's just a momentary time that you are in right now. You're not going to be broke forever. You're not going to be you're not going to be poor forever. You're not going to have to suffer hunger forever. You're not going to be jobless forever. It is a moment of time. We're not going to always have to look over our shoulder forever. There is only a moment in time. And you got to be adapt and you have to learn how to adapt to it. But here's what I like. He says in verse 13, he said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Here's what really stuck out to me. I learned how to be content through all of this. Not only my own strength, but I can do. But I've learned that I can I can navigate through seasons of change, not in my strength, but in the Lord's strength. <laughs> that I can do all things. In other words, it's not just the ability or the empowerment to, to, to do a physical action, but it's also the empowerment to adjust in any season I'm in. <laughs> and he says, I can do it in the strength of God. See, how are you going to be flexible? How are you going to be adapting in this season of change and this season of transition? What are you going to do? You can do it in the strength of God. You cannot do it within your own strength and in your own might and in your own power and in your own wit and your own wisdom because you don't have the wisdom that God has, nor do you have the, the direction that God has to lead you to where he knows where you have to be in this particular moment. And, I, and how do we how do we continue to to move forward and adapt and be flexible? It takes courageous faith. It takes being courageous. Uh, Joshua chapter one, verse nine, when God was trying to empower Joshua, he says, only be strong and be courageous. You are going at Joshua was experiencing a season of change. He's gone from being the adjutant of Moses to now being in charge of millions of people. And what God tells him is you only strong and you only be courageous he said do not I will be with you and the reality is is that we have to remember that it takes a level of courage even in the midst of it being afraid and being fearful not knowing what tomorrow holds and the reality is you got to be courageous to run through it and to walk through the moments where you have to be flexible where you have to I remember when I was having this conversation with my soon-to-be wife here she is one of these type of, you know, she's a girl's girl. God. Oh, I just want the big wedding. Oh, God. You know, what the, you know. 
And to be honest with you, you know, she's good with, you know, we have it on the deck now, you know. She's been quite flexible in all of this, I must say. I must say. I give it to her. Been very flexible. And we're still having a wedding, by the way. It's, it's in October. But I'm just making a point for this particular message, right? Having to adjust and be flexible. And it's like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, I was like, look here, sweetie. You know, we're, we're still having a big wedding here. It's, just not, it's not going to be on July 10th. I says, no, but it was just going to be magical in the summertime. And <laughs> said, it's still going to be magical. Hello. You're not marrying them chump changer over here. <laughs> but I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give somebody a thing. You got to be courageous in seasons where it's like, man, things are changing up on you. Things are changing up on you. So he told Joshua, be strong, be courageous. How do you get through a season? I got a few moments, more, uh, more minutes left. How do you get through a season of change? Also, you have to be obedient. You have to be obedient. You have to be obedient, which is a part of your worship. See, here's the thing. You have to worship God through moments of seasons of transition and change. Uh, the Bible says in everything, give thanks for it is the will of God concerning who? You. That means in everything, no matter where you are in life, no matter if I'm, uh, if I'm, if I'm up or if I'm low, if I'm you know, melancholy, no matter where it is in life, you have to give God praise. You have to give him worship. That is, his, that is the will of God concerning you. And here's the, here's the thing. It is not just praising God with the opening of your mouth, the clapping of your hands, acknowledging him, which that is a part of it. But it's also in your way of obedience. In your way of obedience, ladies and gentlemen, how do I just in seasons of change is being obedient to God's voice, to following him and trusting in the voice of the Lord. Here's the thing. Proverbs chapter three, verses six through, I believe. Six through eight says, trust in the Lord with all, in, uh, with all of your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding, but with all of your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Right. And then it says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Here's what's going to catch you up is when you try to be wise in your own eyes, thinking that even in moments of, of turbulence, that you know how to guide yourself out of it. No. You got to acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. It says the word of the Lord is a lamp unto my feet and it's a light unto my path. And it's the word of God that help us to now be just in moments of, of uncertainty in moments where we're like, okay, God, what are you doing? What are you trying to, what are you trying to accomplish through this? Like you got to tell me what the plan is. Here's the thing. He's not going to tell you after the plan from A to B. He's only going to tell you from A to Z and B to whatever you have to. You got to follow him along the way. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? And so here's some things you got to learn in the moments of transition here and the moments of change. You have to be a flexible. You have to adapt. You have to praise him in the midst of every situation that you are in. You have to worship him not only with acknowledging him, but also being obedient. The Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. It's nothing wrong with sacrifice, but God rather you come with obedience so that you don't have to sacrifice things that doesn't need sacrificing. In other words, what do you mean by that, Pastor Brandon? What I'm saying is some of us sacrifice time, energy, and the places and things that we should not have ourselves in while God is trying to adjust us, while God is trying to navigate us through these moments that we are in and teach us things. We don't need to be expounding and using energy that we don't have to if we would just be obedient to the word of God. 
Say, I hear you, Pastor B. Are you hearing? Put that in the group chat. I see you. Because the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot get out of the will of God. That these moments that we are in, and I'm coming to a close, these moments that we are in right now, it is meant for you to understand, ladies and gentlemen, how to move with God while all of this is going on. The children of Israel had to learn how to move with God. To move with God. They weren't even a full, they were an established nation, but they weren't in the promised land yet. In the wilderness, he was a pillar of fire by night and a cloud, a shade by day. And so they had to learn. They had to learn. And that's what we're learning together, how to be flexible and moving with God. One day, guess what? Manna came from heaven, and the moment they crossed over in the promised land, what happened? Manna ceased, so they had to learn how to eat of their own stuff in the promised land. There's different, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, change is on the horizon. Matter of fact, it's right here. The question is now, is how are you going to react to it? Again, Ecclesiastes says, to everything there is a season and there's a purpose. God has a purpose for every season of your life. There is a purpose for the season that we are in as a country and as a people right now. There is a purpose, the reason why God has us all online right now. There is a purpose. This was a set time. We're not going to be in our houses forever. But there was a set time. And for some of you fighting it, you have to embrace it and run. You have to embrace it and run. Is this making sense to you today? Let me see you in the chat here. Is this making sense? You have to embrace the change and you have to run with it. Because there's a purpose. And again, you have to remind yourself, this is not a permanent place. It's a season. Your life is a season. Excuse me. Your life is a time. You and I have a time span of life. Because the reality is, is that you, this is not your final resting place. Are you hearing me? This is not your final resting place. You're going to spend eternity either two places. That's heaven or hell. It's still real. Nothing has changed, ladies and gentlemen. But the decision, either you're going to resist it or you're going to adapt, be flexible, embrace it, run forward with being courageous, worshiping God, acknowledging him, and he's going to direct your path. If you believe that, come on, clap your hands this morning. We thank God for his word.